I heard once that the true measure of a man's strength is found in the gentleness with which he loves his wife. Mm. We're talking about the power of a gentle husband today, right here, right now, on the Anything Together podcast. Every woman needs a man to be tender and gentle with her. Every single one. And I know I'm making a pretty strong uh, opinionated claim here, but I truly believe that every woman, even the ones with super strong personalities, want to be treated with tenderness. And I don't mean a cheesy, weak, cliche version of that. I'm talking about being sincere and gentle and handling her with care. It's actually a sign of cherishing when we handle something with gentle care. Think of something that you really find valuable that means a lot to you, something that that you own that's really meaningful, something that you really love, your Bible or your wedding ring, um, something very fragile like a puppy or a newborn baby, Mm. something that you cherish. And guys, maybe it's a muscle car for you. You've been building that thing for the last 20 years. You've been getting the Q-tips out, you know, and buffing that thing and giving it love and care and tenderness. We all have something like that that we really and truly cherish. And you hold those things carefully and you protect them and keep them safe. And if you talk to your car, well, that's probably for another show. But if you do talk to your car, you probably use soft, gentle words. Uh, But what we cherish, we handle with gentleness and tenderness. And this doesn't mean weakness. I've heard some guys equate gentleness with weakness, and it's just not true. Yeah, I think some men do wrestle with the idea that gentleness makes them weak. Mm -hmm. They don't want to engage in any sort of activity or thought pattern that would create a perceived weakness in themselves. But as you said, gentleness is not weak. Mm -hmm. It's exactly the opposite of that, actually. It takes a lot of inner strength for a man to control himself to the point where he can be like, consistently gentle in the face of all his emotions. I found a great quote from a pastor, you know, Vadi Bacham, um, and it deals with this very thing. He said, gentleness is not the same as unmanliness. It's not a lack of strength. It's not a lack of forcefulness. It's not a lack of power. It's power under control. Gentleness is me wrestling with my grandkids, he said. I could crush them, but I wouldn't. Gentleness is the God who spoke the world into existence hanging and dying on a tree. Yes, he could have called 10,000 angels, but he also could have just said no, but he didn't. That's gentleness. But men really do have to try to be gentle. It's not like a natural thing for us. I mean, I can tell you from my own life experiences in all of the times that I've hung out with friends, men in the family, in their own family settings, I've seen Many times where men I know and love have struggled in honest and unintentional ways to find gentleness with their wives. Mm. It takes awareness and effort for us. And here's the thing. Men spend all day working with other men. And when men are around other men, we're just different. Ask them. (laughs) When we're around other men, especially men that we're closer with, We tend to spend our time goading each other and making fun of each other, laughing and poking at each other all the time. Mm. It's not that there aren't any meaningful interactions. There there are plenty of those. Yeah, for sure. 
But men sharpen other men. It's instinctive. Mm-hmm. There, there's this unspoken reality that men toughen one another up because life requires that of us. It requires us to be strong and tough and fearless and mm-hmm. difficult to hurt, if you will. And all of our joking on each other stings a bit, but over time, the stinging stops. Mm-hmm. And what happens is inevitably, we develop thicker skin, we develop calluses and a better ability to deal with the challenges of life, all because of our time together. Mm-hmm. But it's totally different with our wives. It's yeah. just a very different relationship altogether, mm-hmm. isn't it? And God made it that way. Yeah. So what I have to do first in my own marriage, I have to heighten my awareness of my wife's needs for gentleness. It has to become almost like this mechanical thing in my head each time I'm going to interact with her. That sounds a little silly, but it is. It's this thing I have to, I have to concentrate on it. Mm. I have to make myself aware of it. Otherwise, I'm going to revert back to what is natural for me. And I'm not saying this can't become a natural thing for a man. It totally can with some practice. Mm. But man, it will take practice. Touching softly, speaking softly, responding gently to her. Mm. Pay attention to the volume of your, and tone of your voices, men. Mm. Harshness comes in many forms. And gentleness is its countermeasure. And you literally have to anticipate all of those ways that need that gentleness countermeasure. It takes care and selflessness and kindness. Mm. A wife needs her husband to be all of those things that we naturally are. She needs us to be strong and fearless and protective and masculine, but she also needs us to be gentle and sweet in our interactions with her, which then makes all of our natural characteristics even more attractive to her. That is for sure. You are the most attractive and the sexiest when you are gentle with me. I've always told you that your tenderness is the most attractive trait that you have, and it makes me feel close to you and it makes me want to be close to you. It's also important to know that when you've been harsh or you're just not careful with your tone of voice, it can actually have the opposite effect mm-hmm. and it can cause me to withdraw and, and it can create some division between us. So we both have to use self-control with our words and our tone and be deliberate with how we deal with each other. Yeah. As men, as humans, we're always better off when we approach anything with self-control. But especially in today's cultural climate where self-control seems much less common, Mm. there's an attack on masculinity in our culture. And I'll tell you why this is relevant to this conversation. I came across a YouTube video of the Joe Rogan podcast. He was interviewing psychologist Dr. Jordan Peterson. They were talking about the current attack on masculinity and how culture was pushing men to be more beta than alpha male because alphas are blamed for so much of the negative issues in our society right now. They're being associated with misogyny and violence and racism. They're made the scapegoats of the whole toxic masculinity movement in our world right now. Mm -hmm. Anyway, Jordan Peterson, in response to the idea that men should be harmless of all things, that they should sheath their competitive competitive instinct and not be too aggressive. He said, no, wrong. Men should become monsters, absolute monsters, and then they should learn how to control it. To which Rogan added... Do you know that saying, it's better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war? And Dr. Peterson was like, yeah, that's exactly it right there. These are arguably very accurate statements, but I mentioned this in a discussion about men because I want to show you the challenge men face in finding gentleness in themselves in light of the absolute polarity of demands that are being placed on them in this life and in this world. 
We're called to be fierce warriors and able protectors, while at the same time, we're expected to be gentle husbands and sweet fathers. It can be a tremendously difficult balance for a man to strike, especially for the undisciplined man and most definitely for the non-Christian man. Gentleness is part of the fruit of the Spirit. In Galatians 5, to 23, it says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Yes. We have these qualities readily available to us because of our relationship with Christ. We still have the choice, though, to use them. But like my mom told us in a question of the day post a couple of days ago, you may have seen it, it is something that we have to choose every day. Choose to show love, to be gentle, to be led by the Holy Spirit so that we can serve our spouse and love them well. Yes. But for some people, gentleness is like speaking another language. Their parents may not have had that gentleness dynamic in their own marriages, and so it may not have shown up in the way that they parented their kids. And growing up in a house like that, hearing harshness and yelling and very little self-control, having that as a model in your formative years, that can actually program a kid to think it's normal. I can relate very personally to this because I grew up in a home just like that. Watching and hearing my parents fight taught me when you're upset at your spouse, you yell and scream and cuss at them. It taught me that if I didn't like the way someone made me feel, I should just yell out what I'm feeling without thinking first. But most importantly, it taught me not to fight fairly, which I hate. It taught me that you get what you need by literally fighting for it with harshness and mean words. By being more dominant than the other person and always having the meanest last word, it was very toxic. There were no models of gentleness for me in my own home or of thinking before I spoke. And look, when someone has that experience as a kid, it can truly change them in in their relationships as adults as well. Right. And I think it's an absolute miracle how gentle you are with our kids and with me as a father and a husband, uh, in spite of that. And I know that, uh, you've talked about how people used to comment on how sweet you were as a child. And so that is at your core. And I really think you have such a soft heart. And when you do show gentleness, that's when I feel I really see you for who you truly are. I do really have to work at it though. To this day, there is still an instinct in me, especially when we're arguing, to fight harshly. I hate it. And I say instinct because it just comes out without any premeditation on my part. I have to actively work at intercepting that stuff and taking it under control. But here is the key. My ability to find self-control, to achieve gentleness, absolutely hinges on how closely I walk with Jesus. When I'm lazy in my daily prayer life and time with God, I always find it easier to fall back on instinct, on my old self, than when I'm pressing into Him and abiding in Him. Check out what the Apostle Paul says about gentleness in Colossians 3.19. He gives a short, sweet, and to-the-point instruction to husbands here. He says, Husbands, love your wives and be gentle with them. But what does he actually mean by gentle? The word means free from harshness, free from sternness, or violence. It also means being soft and delicate, being kind. And it's even used to describe being chivalrous. But what really catches my attention in those definitions is this, free from harshness or sternness. Here's something to think about for you men. How often do you find yourself talking to your wife harshly? When you're in the heat of an argument, do you sometimes yell or even curse at her? Here's the thing. 
We have no right at all to speak to our wives that way. The Bible says to love your wife and be gentle with her. It doesn't say love your wife and be gentle with her unless fill in the blank. Nope. It's just a point blank instruction. So if this is something that you or your spouse struggle with, take some time and talk about it. Pray that God will help you be gentler and more tender with your wife. And let us leave you with this instruction from Colossians 3. And it really sums up everything so beautifully. It says, put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another. And if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other as the Lord has forgiven you. So you also must forgive. And above all these, put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. What a great verse. That is really just the verse for, for this whole project that we do. We just hope that that, that will be our, our mission yeah. also as a couple. And if you enjoyed this discussion, please leave us a comment and share your thoughts and experiences with us. Anytime someone engages with us by liking or commenting or sharing something that we do, it actually helps us to grow. Yeah. And we, we're still getting off the ground with this. So we thank you so much for doing that um, and interacting with us. We yeah. really do appreciate it. Plus, we really enjoy getting to know you and hearing from you. Mm. So we want to thank you again for listening and watching and joining us here on the Anything Together podcast. Mm-hmm.